Hello, welcome back everybody to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. So good to be back with you, your host, uh, Pastor Josiah. My privilege to serve as one of the pastors here at Cross Point. And uh, whether you're part of our church or not, I'm so glad you found this podcast and that you're listening to it. And if it helps you, why not recommend it to a friend? Um, We exist to just get um, people into God's Word daily and using good reading rules of thumb to make sure that we um, don't screw up in our <laughs> too bad in our study of the scripture. You will have better um, resources if you're looking to be trained uh, in, in hermeneutics than this um, podcast here. How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth is one book that I've always recommended. How to read the Bible for all it's worth. If you're looking, if you're like, man, I, I like some of the stuff you say about taking things in context and stuff. Um, that's a great catch-all resource for good hermeneutic principles. But here we do it more like along the road. So I just pull up a scripture of the day and dive into it along with you guys, so that you're not going to get an exhaustive theological education here. But hopefully just some good insight from God's word. And uh, like I said, to see these principles, hermeneutical principles in action. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into it. James chapter three. So James is in the new Testament after all of Paul's letters. Uh, So you got to go all the way from Romans and get through uh, Hebrews and then you'll find James. And uh, James chapter 3, verse 13 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? It's a question. James is asking, Who are these people? Let me see you. Wise and understanding among you. By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. All right. So pretty typical move by James. It was evidently like a main thread in James pastoral heart for who the congregation he was writing this letter to was this idea of not separating what you think, you know, your wisdom, your decisions, your thoughts from who you actually are and what you do. It's a big thread that runs through James runs through the whole new Testament too, but just in the context here, um, this is vintage James who is wise and understanding among you. By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. And then what I love to do for context-wise is go on. Let's. I like to see what just happens after and sometimes before, but at least here in my ESV Bible, this begins a new thought. Verse 13 does. Um, just for context, what above is the talk that uh, James is famous for about how your tongue is a great forest set ablaze <laughs> it's a fire set itself on fire by hell every kind of beast and bird is tame but not the tongue and so he kind of finishes that thought with you know my brothers these things ought not to be you don't curse your brother with the same mouth that you then bless god with so it kind of brings that to a close and then says who is wise and understanding among you so it seems like the beginning of a new thought not like the above context doesn't matter but maybe it matters a little less here But I would love to see what he goes on to say. So verse 14 says, but, which is great because it connects it to what we just read. So James's test to find out who's wise and understanding, you'll know because they'll be carrying out good conduct in the meekness of wisdom. Meekness, another word for humility. But 
If you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. (laughs) James always saying exactly what he means. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So what we can deepen our understanding here with the overall context is, apparently in this congregation that James was writing to, there was at least a tendency for the wise, people who consider themselves to be wise and understanding, to be full of pride and to lord it over other people and to inspire selfish ambition and bitter jealousy in others, probably because they themselves were bitterly jealous and selfishly ambitious. And um, what this has caused is division and every vile practice. And so James is trying to say that sort of quote-unquote wisdom is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. (laughs) But the good wisdom will cause people, brothers and sisters, to live together in harmony. A peaceful person will be someone, a wise person will be someone who is serving their fellow man in uh, peaceable, gentle, and open to reason, full of mercy, good fruits, impartial, and sincere. I don't know about you, but I just... In the sorts of days we're living in, I'd just love to even read that list. <laughs> Helps me a lot. Okay. Um, a question we often ask ourselves about our verse of the day is, how can it point us to Christ, knowing that Jesus said it's a very wise and effective thing to do is to look for him in all of Scripture, that all of Scripture in, in, in its way, considered in its context and not getting weird or turning any somersaults with it, will point us towards Christ. And so... You know, I would say for me, again, I like to say there's probably many ways this points to Christ, but when the question is asked, who is wise and understanding among you, I would point to Jesus. I believe the Bible does. And let's see if he passes the test. By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. And, of course, you have Jesus' greatest work, he said so himself, was the cross. And that was definitely a work of meekness and good conduct and wisdom. Uh, because it saved the world. It saved and redeemed us from um, domination to Satan and sin. And But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. And, of course, Jesus always encountered that. And it was primarily why the, the Gospels tell us it's primarily why the religious authorities turned Jesus over to be crucified was exactly because of bitter jealousy and selfish ambition. And it was earthly, unspiritual, and demonic because it ended up putting the Son of God to death. And so Jesus' wisdom, verse 17, is pure, peaceable. He was gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And his harvest of righteousness uh, has been the salvation of our souls. You know, the, the, the people of God have been won by him. So, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of ways you can... This can point towards Christ, but to me, that's the way uh, it seems to me at first. All right, guys, so good to be with you. Love the book of James. Um, Great place to um, begin if you 
are newer to Bible study and things like that, and you think, man, I need to go through at least one whole book of the Bible and just take a close look, um, you could definitely do worse than focusing on James. It's full of, you know, good, pithy, challenging stuff like this and things that can uh, help your Christian life right away. So I hope you've been strengthened and encouraged for today. I know I have, and I'll see you guys next time.